Hello and welcome to another edition of the Adrian Ross Show. The Adrian Ross Show, a product of the BMG Network. That is the bmgnetwork.com. So maybe you're tuned in there or maybe you are listening on a major podcast platform and you might even be on YouTube. Unfortunately, if you are on YouTube, you are not seeing my face, just hearing my voice this time as well as last time, but hopefully next time you will get a chance to see the smiling face. But for now, let's just jump into what we have to talk about today. I'm going to start with this story. And it's a story that may be familiar to you and maybe not. But regardless, I think it's a story that is going to speak to you, whether you're familiar with it and haven't heard of it for a while or never heard of it at all. Let's talk about this story. Here it is. A man was trapped in his house during a flood. He began praying to God to rescue him. He had a vision in his head of God's hand reaching down from heaven and lifting him to safety. The water started to rise in his house and his neighbor urged him to leave and offered him a ride to safety. The man yelled back, I am waiting for God to save me. The neighbor then drove off in his pickup truck. The man continued to pray and hold on to his vision. As the water began rising in his house, he had to climb up to the roof. A boat came by with some people heading for safe ground. They yelled at the man to grab a rope they were ready to throw and take him to safety. He told them that he was waiting for God to save him. They shook their heads and moved on. When the man continued to pray, believing with all his heart that he would be saved by God. The floodwaters continued to rise. A helicopter flew by and a voice came over a loudspeaker offering to lower a ladder and take him off the roof. The man waved the helicopter away, shouting back that he was waiting for God to save him. The helicopter left. The flooding water came over the roof and caught him up and swept him away. He drowned. When he reached heaven and asked, God, why did you not save me? I believed in you with all my heart. Why did you let me down? Why did you let me drown? God replied, I sent you a pickup truck, a boat, and a helicopter, and you refused all of them. What else could I possibly do for you? And that's the story. And I'm wondering as we were reading it, as I was going through it, if you, the light bulb had come on, if you hadn't heard, heard this before, if the light bulb had already begun to come, to, to come on. So here's this guy and he's asking God to rescue him and, and to save him from these waters and all these options come along. And because he's waiting on God and he, he doesn't want to settle for less, apparently, he, bypass, he lets all those things bypass him and obviously he dies. And then God in heaven reveals to him, look, I, I was there. I was, I was there and you just refused me. Now he would probably say, well, I didn't refuse you. I refused these other people. I was waiting on you. Obviously we get the story, hopefully, that God shows up in different ways. And when we have our focus just on one way, 
we often miss God. We miss God because God is working around all the time. But we miss it so often because we don't even know what he looks like. So why am I talking about this today? This is a little different, maybe. Well, you guys actually know. I mean, you know what the, what the saying is, right? A to Z, Adrian is on it. From A to Z, Adrian is on it. So I'm not in a box. I, I talk about all kinds of things. And today, I'm, I'm going to veer away from where I've been parked for a while. I mean, with everything going on in the nation, uh, with this virus and these mandates and all the craziness that's going on, I just want to step away for a little bit. And I want to talk to you just heart to heart today. And the story sort of sets it up. And that is, we so often have this mindset, this idea about God, whether it's like in this story with you expecting him to kind of show up in in, in bodily form instead of the way he did show up through other people, whether it's that or whether it's some other mindset that we have about how God works, it's stifling if that mindset is incorrect. And it can lead to a situation where we're looking at God like, God, why didn't you show up? And God's like, I've been here waiting all along. I shared recently in the past few months, I did uh, in one of the episodes, I, I shared the story of how I wanted to give God an opportunity to do the things that I know God promised that he would do in my life. For example, I know that God is a God of healing, of signs, of miracles. I know that God speaks to people and he speaks through people. And I know that those are things that are a part of the call of God upon my life. I know that. And I've heard it a million times that God has set you apart. God has called you. God has put a word in your mouth. You are a voice. God's going to use you to heal the sick. And, and again, as I say often, I don't know what your background is as far as your faith goes, but I know that God is a healer and a miracle worker. And I know that he wants to use people. And I know I'm one of those people. And that's my expectation. But I shared that I had decided that I was going to start going out on the street and giving God an opportunity to use me to be a blessing to other people. And I didn't say that to lift myself up or anything like that. And we should be doing that anyway, all along. But I decided I was going to be intentional about it. And the first time I went out, I went out with a, with a friend of mine from church. And I said, this is what, I just want to walk. We're just going to walk and we're just going to, just going to pray. Pray for our city. Pray for the businesses. Pray. You know, we're just going to walk and just pray. Nothing, nothing, you know loud or obnoxious or anything like that people might think of when people go out in the street to minister it was it was not we're just going to go and pray and then when we're going to keep our we're going to keep our eyes and ears and our spirits open and if god leads us to someone we're going to go to that person and just you know what we just we're just walking and we're we're just praying for people is there anything we can pray for you about that was the whole plan that was it and then as we do that 
you know, see what God does, see what God speaks, see how God blesses people just because we stepped out. And why I decided to do that was this. I could have just, I can just hang out at home and say, you know what, God, all these years I have heard that your hand was on my life. All these years I've heard that you're going to use me to heal the sick and to speak words of encouragement to people and, and all that. I've heard that so much and God, I'm not seeing what I want to see. I could do that. God, I'm not seeing it. You know, I, I, I may see this or that, but not to the extent that I've been expecting God and I'm waiting on you, Lord. And, and you aren't coming through. I could do that. But what was so impressed upon my heart was that God expects us to co-labor with him. If, if I'm simply going to sit in the house and expect those who need a word from God, those who need a healing, those who need a miracle, I just expect them to show up at my door and then, wow, God's going to show up and show out and I'm going to see all these, these promises that I've received. I'm going to see all of them come to pass because they showed up at my door. No, here's what God does. God will give you a promise. He will give you a promise. And because you have that promise, because you grab a hold of that promise and you believe that it's true, you then begin to act accordingly. So in other words, if God has said to me, Adrian, I'm going to use you that when someone is sick, you're going to be able to pray for them and they're going to be healed. Now, therefore, I begin to act accordingly if I receive that word by faith. So then if someone says, I'm sick, I'm hurting, I'm whatever I'm going through. I step out because God has already told me that if I do He's going to do his part if I co-labor with him. Now, if I don't bother to pray for people, how can I then blame God and say, God, you didn't show up for me? No, of course he showed up. He told me he would do it. So if I believe it, then I would act accordingly. Therefore, I'm not solely just, oh God, I'm sitting here on the roof waiting for you. I'm waiting on God. I'm waiting on God. And God said, no, I'm waiting on you. I already told you I've given you what you need. So now the need is before you for someone else. So step out and do it. And then you'll find that everything that was spoken is true. But not if you don't take, do your part. And that's, that's what I want to come to say to you today, particularly as we are ending this year, it's for every day, but particularly as we're ending this year and heading into a new year. And everyone knows when you go into a new year, we associate that there is something about the turning of the calendar and there's something about new beginnings and, and, and everything, every, you know, whether you're making a quote resolution or not, that's neither here nor there, but we all kind of have these, these expectations, even as some people have it at the beginning of a week. So it's even more so at the beginning of a, of a year. So as we, as we look to close the door on, 20, um, on 2021 and head into 2022, I really want to encourage us to what is it that you feel that you're supposed to be doing, that you're gifted to do, that you're called to do? This might sound a little preachy or whatever, you know, call it, call it what you want. But what I call it is the truth. I call it a truth, the truth and, the cha and a challenge for us. What is it? Because we only have a certain amount of time on this earth and we can't be sitting on the roof waiting for God to show up when he's showing up all around us. But we're waiting on God and God's really waiting on us. 
So as we head into another year, what is it that you feel called to do? What is it that you feel is your purpose? What is it that you feel God has placed upon your life? Something, something unique, something special maybe, but that's what he's gifted you in. And that's what he's called you in. What is it that he's, that, 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 where is that the truth in your life? And now the question is, what have you done about it? Are you still waiting on God? Are you still sitting around saying, you know, if God wants this to be, then it'll be. If it's God's will, see, that's the, that's the cop out. That's like the cop out number one. Now, granted, there are some things that we, you know, we're praying and we're seeking God because, you know, God, I'm not quite sure what your will is and, and all that. I mean, there are some, some, little, some little nuances and stuff like that. But generally speaking, you know, this, this if it's your will, God, it'll be kind of thing. We love that because it's a major cop out because it gives us license to just kind of sit and chill. And, and, and wait on God. And then you wake up and you're, you're, you're 30 and you're still waiting on God. Then you're 50 and you're still waiting on God. Then you're at the end of your life and you're still waiting on God or, you know, whatever the case may be, you just gonna wait on God forever. And God's saying, I'm waiting on, I've already promised you. I've already equipped you. I'm not slack concerning my promises. Now, what will you do to put yourself in position for me to do what only I can do? We do our part. And God will do his part, but he's not going to, if you're supposed to, if you're supposed to build houses and God says, I've given you a talent and a calling and I'm going to give you business, uh, favor for you to build houses and you stay at home and say, you know, when God opens the door, I'll build the house. When God takes my hand and puts a hammer in it and puts the nail in it and I'll build the house, the house ain't going to be built. You have to take a step. You have to move forward because he already told you he's with you. So now you step forward and you see what God does, how he will add his super on top of your natural. Because actually there's no natural when you're walking with God and you have a spirit. It's, it's supernatural, but it's because of his divine enabling, his anointing. And that was brought out in our in church on Sunday with one of our worship leaders. And he talked about that. God you know, we use the expression, start a fire, Lord, be that fire starter, move God, move, do this, do that in our lives, do this and start that fire in our communities. And, our, and he's just like, you know what? God said, you, I've put it in you to do. And we were created in his image. All things are possible or all things are him possible. People like to talk about what's impossible. I had a pastor from my, my pastor in New York. Pastor Jerome Halstead, he had texted me one day and he had talked about all things being him possible. So again, this might sound preachy today, but you know what? I felt I just wanted to step away from the politics and the vaccines and the jabs and the and the mandates and the crazy government overreach and all that I could get into what's going on in the world today. And I'll be back at it. But nothing is more important than fulfilling the will of God for our lives Nothing is more important than setting our face on doing what God's called to do, making a difference, utilizing what's in you. Cause there's so much more in you than you even realize. Really? There is same thing with me, but I want to encourage us to look ahead 
even as we look back and think about, okay, God, you promised this, God, you promised that. And maybe you're still waiting and you're not disappointed because you're just kind of chilling. Or maybe you are disappointed because you think God hasn't shown up like he's supposed to show up. But maybe God's just looking at you and saying, come on now. I've given you everything you need. I'm with you. I won't leave you. I won't forsake you. In fact, I've absolutely enabled you. But if you won't step out, there's only so much I can do. Even in the scriptures, you'll find where Jesus, there were, there were the people that he could not heal. He's, he's Jesus. But he said, you know, he couldn't, he couldn't do everything that he wanted to do because of people's unbelief. And you might say, well, I don't have any unbelief. If God shows up, I'll, I'll, I'll be right. You know, I'll be like the guy that was on the roof. If, when God shows up, I'll, I'll, I'll go with him. That's why I'm about letting you guys go by because I believe God. I don't have unbelief, really, because faith without works is dead. And so if you really believed that if you laid hands on the sick, they would recover. If we really believed that and weren't, and weren't walking in fear and intimidation, what would we do? We would lay hands on the sick. And what would God do? He'd make sure they recovered. Right? That's what he said. But for us to say, I'm waiting on God and God hasn't shown up when we haven't given God something to work with. We're deceiving ourselves. So I'm encouraging you because all, all what's in you is if you know God, what's in you is life and light and, and, and take those promises and war with him. When, when darkness seems to settle in, when heaviness seems to come, remind yourself who you are. Remind yourself what God has said over you and you war with what God has said about you. And you also step out and give him the opportunity to show you that he has not forgotten you, forsaken you, and he has not failed you. Our best days are ahead of us. Those of us who are walking in faith in Jesus Christ, our best days are ahead of us. It doesn't seem like it in so many ways, but they are. So I encourage you, go and do what God has said you can do. That's my message for today. I hope it's encouraging to you. Thank you again for joining in to the Adrian Ross show. Please be sure to tune in regularly. I don't want you to miss anything and you don't want to miss anything. And also go to the BMG network the bmgnetwork.com and check out our other podcasts. They are, I tell you, enlightening, informative, engaging, even entertaining. So be sure to go to the bmgnetwork.com and feel free to leave me an email at adrianrosscom at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. And go to Apple Podcasts or go to the BMG Network on Facebook. Go to wherever you listen that allows you to leave a rating and review. And please hook a sister up with a rating and a review because when I have them, I read them for everybody to hear. So let's do that, please. I'd appreciate it. All right. God bless you abundantly. The Adrian Ross Show was produced and edited in the BMG studio. The music was provided by Kevin McLeod. Find more episodes of The Adrian Ross Show at thebmgnetwork.com and major podcast platforms. Be sure to tune in regularly. You don't want to miss even one episode.